What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. What's up? Welcome to episode 57. Already? Uh, yeah, 57 already. Neato. Yeah, right? Um, What was you doing this week? Work. Um, Halfway through the week, played Stardew Valley. Amen to that. I, um, I think I love that game with each and every incarnation. Yes. Because I've played it on Xbox, PC, and... Uh, switch now yeah so did that played mario kart on friday and i love mario kart nice it's one of those games that you don't have to beat and i don't know that you can beat it except maybe getting three stars on every cup right but it's just it's funner to play it with other people it is um other than that uh, i had a meeting at work and taught them how to do some stuff that i created nice yeah it's always great going into a meeting and being like okay let me learn you some things <laughs> First up, I'm going to need a pay raise. Um, right? <laughs> so other than that, um, this week has been boring. I've uh, got banner stuff taken care of, getting flyer stuff taken care of. What? Uh, what um, for? What? Professional. Like you 21 should... days out from con, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, so odd all that. got. You know what? I'm actually really disappointed at. What? Target does not sell bigger than 10 by 13 uh, envelopes. Really? Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to go get envelopes for Comic-Con. Yeah. So I can put the, the put posters on it and posters and everything. So I went to Target. Nothing. They had 10 by 13. We need 11 by 14. Oh, so it's like, thanks, Target. So then I just ordered them off Amazon. I was like, why go to Staples and I can just have them sent to my house? So. Yeah. So those envelopes were gonna when people buy posters, put the yeah poster in their information thing. Cool. Yeah. So but my trip to Target was not a complete loss. I uh, was able to get the sharpies and everything, and actually picked up a, a pop socket, which I had been thinking about it for right. a little while, and uh, I'm actually really glad I got them. Yeah. Like, I like it's it. one of those things of like you don't think much about, but then you use it and you're like, oh my god, this makes so much sense. You yeah. don't have to do that finger kickstand and you're using your phone or your pinky fingers curled up underneath the phone. And then your phone gets numb. Your finger gets yeah. numb. And then it's like you're not actually holding on to anything, if that makes sense. You're just cradling it in your hand like yeah, if so I if tilt bump, it too far it back. It just falls out of your hand and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the commercials that they are. Uh, they warn you about on television. Yeah. If this happened to you and it's like, oh my God, I'm living that life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so other than that, didn't do a whole lot this week. Um, kept a low profile mostly. Nice. Uh, got dentist work, dentistry work done. No, what kind of dentistry uh, work? fillings. Nice. Yeah, I got to go do more. How many cavities did you have? Too many. That's not They're all like between the teeth. Uh, so it's like, unless I've lost like a god, I would have gotten them. Nice. No amount of brushing would have helped. Nice. Um, so yeah, that was really about it. Nice. So how was your uh, how was work still for you? It's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm severely enjoying it. Severely enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. Like, I mean, so other that, than the issue with my car, yeah, I, I I don't have a lot of stress anymore. Yeah, it's pretty much just cool, cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. Okay, do you want to move into a YouTube roundup? Yeah, go okay. ahead. 
Um, the first one you had put down was Pokemon the movie. I choose you. The full theatrical trailer. Yes. So this is the retelling of the beginning of the Pokemon arc. Yes. Of the Pokemon anime. Did they tell... So is it redone or is it just all the episodes smashed together? It's kind of like the first couple episodes he gets Charmander and then it just kind of... They're looking for Ho-Oh. Okay. So I'm excited for this because, you know, I remember Pokemon being released back in the day. Mm -hmm. And one of the big things I remember was going to visit our you know grandmother and cousin in california mm-hmm. and watching some of the pokemon episodes on like VHS. vhs yeah and like playing the games and like hearing the rumors and peekaboo yeah uh, togepi like that's when like togepi was started to be seen yeah and so it's like oh how do you do that i felt like i like it was used explosion done by the power plant and blue yep. or things like that yeah. and then like Walmart, not Walmart. Um, was it Burger King? Yeah, Burger King had the, to- the kids' meal toys. Yep. And then, you know, you could collect the gold cards, like yeah. the gold-plated cards, and like the the toys. Like some of them were like little wind-ups, some were tops, and things like that. And it was it was like a really good. I remember m- buying gold and silver. Yes. From Target. Yep. Um, and then Ruby and Sapphire, and then Emerald, then it's just been there from there on. Yeah. I think I've only missed one main game, and that's Pokemon Black and Black, Pokemon Black 2. Yeah. And I was like, I played Pokemon Black. I'm not... Oh, the story changed. I'm not gonna cry about it. Uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon released a new trailer. Yep. So, Pokemon, the theatrical trailer, I'm excited for it, because that released near, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, because we were to have been eight when it came out, I believe. No, it released in nine in ninety nine because it was two thousand. Because when we were, it was two thousand when we were still in New Mexico. It would have been ninety nine when we left. Yeah, because we just turned nine. Yeah. Um. So it's been a while. Yeah. Needless to say, and so like that nostalgia of that first couple episodes is just like, oh my gosh. I hope they do it in a bigger release than they did, like, uh, like and rather than Shin Godzilla, Shin Godzilla, where it was like, here's three places, and it's like, yeah, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um. The next one, it's an another old artifact. Um. Dead Fantasy number one. Refresh my memory, what it's about. Um. It is the ladies of dead uh dead or alive and right. versus the ladies of final fantasy and it was done by the uh legendary monty ohm may you rest in peace yep before ruby was even a thing it was done i would argue before it was done in 2010 and what year did like rooster teeth really become a thing like it became a thing like a, long, a fair amount of time because red versus blue was out before we Moved to Tennessee. So, it was really good for... And I and I still say, for the time, its animation was amazing. Yes. Um, and I was showing it to my wife this morning. She's like, yeah, the graphics don't hold up. And I was like, but the thing is, is that this was made long before, like, you could just export mod character models. Yeah. You actually had to model them. You actually had to choreograph everything. And I was like, the choreo... Choreography. choreography 
for this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, and the idea behind it, you know, the, the fighting style is smooth. This guy knew what went into a good fight. Yeah. And if you watch it, you can see some of the inspiration seeds for yep. Ruby. Yeah. As a huge fan of Ruby. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, so I was like, this is something I was like, I was watching this out this week and I was like, this is something that's important. To yeah. me, this is a milestone for internet animation. Yes. That it was done, especially fan animation. Creating Agreed. something from, creating something new from something. Yeah. So I was like, that wasn't Machinima. So it, it would have been before. I mean, but like Machinima, that era. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like they were doing red versus blue, but it was in the forge of like Halo 2. Yeah. This was something external, fan animation, dedicated time and everything. And I yeah. was like, yes. Uh, so that's why I put it on here. I was talking to my friend about it, and I was like, you know, I think you should watch it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, the graphics don't hold up, but the animation does. Yes. Um, and the thing is, the graphics don't hold up because the graphics for PS2 don't hold up. Yeah. Because so, they used um, X2 Yuna and then Riku. Yeah. Um, Something that I really find interesting is like... Go back to old music videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. and they're like 360. Yeah. 360p, and it's like... We were watching it in 480p, and it's like, at one point, this was the thing. I was like, you see how everything just looks furry, fuzzy? Yeah. It just looks like there's just a layer of grunge. Fun, fun fact, and just to remind you, Dane Cook and Ben, ben Stiller were in the Smash Mouth All-Star music video. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to something a little bit more current... You say run goes with everything. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yes. I was watching a video, and this explains why you say run goes with almost anything. Because in and of itself, the song is both ambiguous and specific. Really? Because, like, and it also has almost a complete arc. Like, it has the beginning, simple intro, where it's, like, building up to something. Then you've got the action... Then you've got the climax, and then you've got the good guy wins. Yeah. So it's a good... It's one of those... It's almost like a full, complete story in and of itself. Yeah. So when you put it to something, if you do it well, and you match like the scene and the tempo and the timing of it, it can go with anything because it tells a full story. Yeah. And if you're you do that, it works as well. Every scene... In, like, a movie or whatnot, should tell a full story. Yeah. Like, there's some, something is happening. Well, maybe not a movie. I think TV show, yes. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, talking about this, Scott Pilgrim is one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. And You Say Run is actually one of my favorite themes from anime, anime. of this year. And Scott Pilgrim is, it's, it's, a it's live what a live action anime should be. Yes. It takes the core concept. Mm-hmm. And it changes it, but it makes it still recognizable. And at the same time, it doesn't try to carry over anime tropes. Yes. Like, if they had actually done the ending of the comics in the movie, it would have been really weird. And I think... Yeah, with uh, the evil, the... seven evil yeah. ex-girlfriends. Yes, even seven evil ex-girlfriends. And then you've got Gideon Graves as being, like, this giant angel monster. Yeah. It's like... That wouldn't have translated. And, like, Knives goes on and gets, uh, is with, um, who's the drummer? Kim. No, no, really? 
I thought he, she went just with young Neil. She went with young Neil for a while and then goes with Kim. Huh. And like, um, Scott, I think, ends up with no one. Huh. I think. I'll I mean, re- I'll, I want to reread. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I, I like that one. Yeah. Um, the next one you had sent me earlier this week, and I'm surprised it wasn't on your list. Really? Visiting your crappy hometown. Yes. I watched that. It's like on an old VHS style, which is a style that I actually really like if done well. Yes. And it's not about, you can visit the one mall, one nice mall. It's got an H&M. Yeah. It's got, no, it's got a cheesecake factory. You can stay in wonderful uh, accommodations, accommodation, such as the half-finished basement in your parents' house and the office that used to be your room. You can go to the sports bar. With then watch sport, then watch the team that the crappy team that everyone votes roots for. It has tens upon hours of entertainment. Yeah, and then it's like it's somehow less walkable than a small town or a big city. (laughs) Yeah, does it have busing? We have one bus. That's the bus that the handicapped people can ride. That's about it. It's just one of those like. It somehow resonates. It's one of those like when you go somewhere and you're like, "That's that's the town I grew up in," or "That's the town that my friend lives in." It's like, "What's in? What, what can you do in town?" Uh, we can go to the coffee shop. We can go bowling. It's like if your idea, if the first words out of your mouth is coffee shop, great. Second words are let's go bowling. If something tells me your town might not have anything going for it, yeah, um, and that's not to hate on small towns. It's, it's just not there's like that. Style. There's this differentiation between small town and then like you're not hometown. quite a city, but not quite a village. <laughs> yeah, or it's like all right, Louisville. a village you can walk in and you can go down to the pub, like in uh, Shaun of the not Shaun of the Dead, well Shaun of the Dead or um. The Kingsman. No, not quite the Kingsman either. <laughs> I'm thinking of Hot Fuzz. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's that. And then, like, there's here, like, Louisville, where it's, like, a big city But a lot of the nightlife... not A lot of the stuff is around drinking and partying. Yeah. And it's like, eh. What do you want to go do? Bowling? <laughs> I mean, I'd say walk across... I mean, in one of the big attractions is, like, walking across Big Four Bridge. Which is literally walking to a different state. Yes. <laughs> hey, what do you want to do in the city? Uh, we can walk to the next state over. <laughs> yeah. Although, to be fair, from my work, if I had a high enough power, if I had a high-powered t-shirt cannon, I could get a t-shirt onto the bridge. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, I, I found that video entertaining. As, yes. As the holidays come up, people are going to go home, and they're going to go visit their hometown. And I think there's something unique about hometowns. Yes. It's like, you grow up there. There's nothing special there. I wouldn't say it's hometowns. It's where you were before you went to college. Okay, I'll agree. Because granted, while we didn't like live in Tennessee a long time, mm-hmm. it's still where we were before college. If we were to go back to Vegas, where we grew up for 10 years, yeah, it'd be entirely different. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, next one you have is uh, Stardew Valley trailer for the Switch. Yes. Now, was it a new trailer, or yes. was it just... It actually was a new trailer. 
Okay, cool. I didn't watch it because I assumed it was not a new trailer. Yeah. What was new on it? What was about? What was it talking about? It was pretty much talking about Stardew Valley. That's it's on the Switch. Pretty much. Which I think the Switch is the best console for it. Yes. I mean, you can uh, you can say, oh, there's precise controlling on the PC. I agree, but it's way better than on like Xbox. Yeah. I would say the Switch is the superior console for it because... All right. So my car's been having trouble. So Dirt came and picked me up from from my house. I was sitting there playing Stardew Valley before he got there. Just you know, turned off the screen, got in his car, got here, started playing again. Yeah, you can pick it up, and I mean, five minutes before we went live, we were playing Stardew. Five Valley. minutes. I literally was sitting there right as we went live on your page. Yeah, accidentally. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's one of those cool ones. Yeah, cool. it's like Harvest Moon. Yeah. It it's. The power of all the heart of the heart handheld harvest moons. Agreed, but uh, less glitchy. Yes. Okay. Last one. It's called I set off the smoke alarm. It's made by our friend uh, Philip over at BLP Three TV. I think I got that right. Nice. BLP Three TV. Um, he started doing like a vlog channel, and I was like, hey, I I, I watched that video and I liked it. He actually set off the smoke alarms by making uh, baked potatoes. Right, he full he did roll them up in aluminum foil wrong, so it was instead of like letting steam escape, it was just scalding and burning the potatoes. <laughs> nice, it was entertaining. I was like, I'm liking it, getting really good with the editing. Um, like I'm really enjoying it. Like I don't watch a lot of vlog content because I'm it's just not my thing. I I want to. There's just not a lot of vlog channels I like. Like yeah. I watch Simon and Martina. And remember vlog candy back in the day? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just like it. It's just, it's that, I think it's something about the slice of life. Yeah. It's something about seeing someone else. Like I'll sit and watch cooking videos, like with no music, no, no talking, no nothing. It's just them baking. And it's like, that's nice. It's the sound. It's not even the sound. It's just watching them make it. It's, it, it, I don't know. It's that slight. I think it is that slice of life. Like, oh, this is nice. Like, someone will eat this. Nice. If that makes sense. In a weird way. So, um, I think you should go check that out. Uh, BLP3D? I remember that one off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I'm, I really enjoyed it. Um, anything else before we move on? Nope. Okay. Our two headlines. Yes. Um, the first one, the bad, the good and bad of GTA Online four years later. First of all, GTA Online has been around for four years. Yes. And I say if on the article is online because five came out and it was a year before online came out, correct? No. Um, it was a, it was a long time. No, I'll say it was a long time before it wasn't as glitchy. True. But um, I remember playing it back in Tennessee before I moved back. Oh, fun. So that would be at least five years. Four or um, five years. Okay. So the GTA Online has been... Hey, Zach. Has been a huge thing for it. Yes. Um, it vastly out overshadows the um, actual game. Yes. It's one of those games where if you play the actual game, I mean, you're probably... Okay, they did have online, but it was terrible till a year in. Okay. From Zach. So four years. Yeah. Um, 
it was one of those if you watch like any Grand Theft Auto content like Funhouse or Achievement Hunter, they never do it in game. They do it on lo- the online. Right. Which I love. Like I've thought about getting into it, but I'm like I also don't have very many people to play it with. Yes. Um, I, th- I thought about maybe getting it and playing it with a couple of my friends from work. Um, but let's we can talk about the um. Why don't we talk about the history? We can go. The article we're reading comes from Kotaku, but it talks about the most recent one. Is it you? There's a large underground bunkers and a mission where players can steal an alien egg from a crashed spaceship. Yes, which has been rumored since I think four, like Grand Theft Auto four, three. There was an alien ship. Yeah. Um, but like, here's the thing, like. The DLC and add-ons has gotten just crazier. Yes, it has. Like, because um, it actually the next sentence goes on. Compared to the early GTA content, like the Beach Bum update, which added a few vehicles, some clothes, two new weapons, small pistol, and a broken bottle. Yes. And I was like, there you go. So Zach says that uh, here's hoping that Red Dead's online is similar. Yes, it should be. I was watching Magnificent Seven last night. And I thought to myself, I can't wait till uh, Red Dead comes out. I'm excited. I'm if the like I said if the online is even a fraction of this, I am all in. Yeah. Um. I think there's something special about the way they do their microtransactions. Yes and no. Um. Well. I think it's because they are so, you get more for your money. Right. It's like, you want to buy a GTA, what is it, a shark card or whatever. Yeah. Here's 10 million in-game gold, in-game cash. It's like, here's quiche. Here's some quiche. It can buy you some nice guns, a couple cars. It can buy you a lot. Yeah. Um, I remember in when I was playing PS4, I I went and bought a shark card just to buy a house. You played Grand Theft Auto? Mm-hmm. I played it with uh, Nick for a little while. Nice. Um, but it's some of the items now are starting to cost more. Yeah. But they are looking better. And, and I, operating better. Yeah, I think that there's very little like glitching as far now the hacking issue is still a big problem yeah hacking has gotten worse um but that's 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 fine because any game is gonna get hackers really in all honesty so i think for four years on a console i think that's a long time yeah um for an online to overshadow because it's not like halo where it's matches. It's drop into online and just hang out with your friends, go shoot things up, go do missions. I mean, yeah, me and Josh used to play it on PS3. And we just drive around, chit-chat. Yeah. So for Occasionally, th- you know, stick up a gas station. So for that to last four years, that's special. Oh, yeah. That is nothing short of special. Because I can't think of very many other games with an open-world MMO like that. Or not, not even MMO. Just... Online, yeah, that has stuck around for that long, and 
is only gaining popularity. Yeah. I mean, kind of like Skyrim. Well, yes, but it would be like if Skyrim had online. Cause, and that's the thing. It's like consistently the online has been way more popular than the oh, actual yeah. game. So it's like if they made Skyrim and then made Skyrim online and everybody was like, I'm going to go play Skyrim online and no one played regular Skyrim. Yeah. The popularity of online would eventually decrease, whereas the popularity of the offline would stay the same or decrease slightly as well. But the online has continued to overshadow the actual game. Yeah. It's like there's no... I think back then, like when you got like... um, What was the updates? It was like uh, Ballad of Gay Tony... And what was the other DLCs? That was story DLC. Yeah, I think gone are those days. Yeah, I think story DLC in most games is kind of taking. I mean, granted, you have Destiny, but the story is there. Mm-hmm. Like, tentatively, I will say Destiny 2's story was there, mm-hmm. but you could play through the game and still enjoy Ooh. it without watching the story. Yeah. So I mean. That kind of story, that that long form storytelling, like old old school RPGs or even old school Grand Theft Auto, isn't yeah. there anymore. Exactly. So I'm I'm interested to see where they continue to go because I have a friend of mine that still plays it almost nightly. Yeah. And gets is excited about the new DLC. And something I can say about the new DLC is it's always free, and it always sounds fun, like smugglers or. Uh, gun runners but it's always free so it's one of those oh yeah i'll buy a shark card for you know 10 bucks or i'll buy this or i'll buy extra gold or whatever for it's the kind of microtransactions i can get behind in that you theoretically don't have to buy that not only that but also it's not like they're going here's microtransactions on top of a game on top of story down uh, on top of dlc you have to buy yeah it's like if they, you buy the game for 60 bucks once, you theoretically no longer have to buy anything else. Mm-hmm. And you get every DLC afterwards. Yep. So it's like, oh, a new. so you can go, oh, a new DLC? I'll drop, uh, you know, 50 bucks and get a bunch of cash and buy stuff in the online version. Because, well, I didn't have to buy it. They gave it to me. So I just want to unlock it. Yeah. Okay. Boom done yeah it's easier to justify buying that instead of going oh i gotta buy the dlc for 20 bucks <sighs> all right i mean sure i guess yeah it's like if destiny was like that you but you you buy a new story you buy so you buy the the uh rise of iron yeah and like here's all these things you can buy later yeah it's like well, i want to buy i just want to get these cool stuff so I'll buy more stuff. So you're buying a game and microtransaction whereas Grand Theft Auto is you're just getting a microtransaction. Yeah. And it's not as obtusive. You know, some games are like every other every 5 minutes. Do you want to buy a do you want to buy something from the store? It's like no. Yeah. Do you want to buy something from the store? No. A, a game on my phone that will that that never shows me ads is a game that I would definitely buy the you know, oh, on, really? Silver on. Oh. No, I'm saying, like, any game. Oh, yeah. It's like one of those, hey, you don't have to remind me to buy it? What are some things they should, that you think they could do really well with Red Dead 2 and things they should avoid? Okay. 
give me two things they should do and two things they should avoid. Having not played number one, famously. Okay. At this point, I can't play number one because I can no longer say I haven't played number one. I think they should avoid story DLC. Okay. Because if they're going to go online, just put to put all of your development time into online. Okay. Because that's I think that's where people's lasting power is going to be. Something else they should avoid is the obstructive microtransactions. I have no problem with microtransactions. It is the constant, like the, oh my god, I need microtransactions to make this game even playable. Um, look at uh, Shadow of, I'm sorry, War of Mordor or whatever, the uh, new Lord of the Rings game, where it's like you can buy orcs, so you pretty much don't have to play the game. It's like. Uh, Okay, so it shouldn't be something that is absolutely 100% part of the game, if that makes sense. Right. The DLC should be more like, hey, I'm buying guns. Okay. Okay, well, you can play the game without those guns. It's not like in Mordor where it's like, you have to have orcs. Yeah. So you're just buying powerful orcs early, so you don't have to do it later. So... I think they should avoid that and just make it like... Zach says, the zombie DLC for the first one was awesome. If you didn't play the first one, I get why you would say that. Okay. I, I'll take that criticism. Um, I think that keeping it online might be the better lasting power. Okay. Um, just because if they try to catch that lightning in a bottle like Grand Theft Auto, they're good. Pretty much all of their development time has been put into online. Okay. I think for DLC, for microtransactions, they should. I think they should avoid doing something. I think they should provide numerous small updates at first. Okay. To tell basically tell people, hey, we're um we're working on, it. we're 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 good here. We're we're working. And then go for big updates like they're doing now. Smugglers Run, Gun Runners, uh, the Bunkers. Those are big things. Okay. So start small, build people's interest, then put out big things. Um, something they should absolutely do is... Uh, I think you should be able... It sounds weird. I think you should be able to own your own saloon. You should buy, be able to buy your own saloon. Really? Yeah, much like in Grand Theft Auto, you can own your own company, and you can buy a house, buy a mansion, buy all these vehicles. In Red Dead, there's only so many vehicles, ultimately. You've got a carriage. And a horse. And a horse. Unless you're wanting to buy trains, which would be cool. I think it would be better to buy a saloon. Then you have built-in missions of, you have to go... You have to defend your saloon from uh, outlaws. The What about a Battle Royale style game play Western theme? The saloon idea is also awesome, he says. Um, well, I think it builds in missions, the saloon style. You can protect it from outlaws, so you've... It's one of those horde modes, but you're protecting it from other people who are also queued into the mission. So it's like you're queued into a saloon owner... Q, and other people Q into the attacking waves. So they're trying to assault the uh, saloon. You're trying to defend the saloon. 
Okay. And you can bring in your friends to join your band. Or I think they should have so you can play it any way you want. You can be a sheriff. And you know how like, people RP police and cops in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. I think there should be something a little bit more. You're able to do that. You're able to go join, like have. So you want like an alignment, like a reputation alignment of like you're more in line with the outlaws. You're more in line with the rangers. You're more in line with the native population, or you're more in line with the law. I think that would be a really cool update. Yeah. Um. As far as the battle royale, I. I, Here's my here's my thoughts. Here's my two. Not at first. Here's my two. Avoid to go for it. They should avoid, and this is going to sound strange, Okay, trying trying not to be too offensive, okay? Um, a really good thing, like, alright, not a good thing, gosh. Um, watching Magnificent Seven last night. Okay. The, you know, guy who's played by Chris Pratt didn't trust the uh the Mexican guy because he he was Mexican. So what you're saying is use historically accurate, accurate phrasing portrayal. and attitudes. Okay, I can see it. Because like everyone like they mentioned the plot point that someone was racist against the Chinese guy who is there. And this is in Magnificent Seven. Magnificent Seven, yes. But they had no problem with Denzel Washington being there. Because the Old West wasn't super racist towards black people. Okay. It was more of the natives and uh, Asian people. Because they're working on the trains. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, so on some of those you want more historically accurate. I want it to be historically accurate and not be like, we can't say... Certain things. Yeah, certain things, because we don't want to offend anybody. I don't think it should be heavy, though. There no, should it, definitely be a couple characters that you're like, whoa, dude, I don't, I, you know, I'm siding on the law. I think I might accidentally be cleaning my gun in your vicinity. Yeah. I mean. I'm kind of a dirtbag. Yeah, exactly. Also, what I think they should go for is they do have story DLC for online, but not like. Super serious story DLC, mm-hmm. but like, all right, you're playing as your character. You get drafted in, you know, you get drafted into like a Magnificent Seven style gameplay. Okay, where it's like, oh, your character has excelled at, you know, riding riding his horse and shooting. You have excellent marksman. Okay, so you're the marksman of the gang, and it groups you up with seven either unaligned people or anybody in your what we're gonna call your gang, your posse. Okay. And so it kind of like, oh, the city is, you know, being held by this money-grubbing baron, and we're going to go rustle up the city. Go rustle. Okay, I like it. And so it kind of, it's not like super, like, story DLC. It's like like the missions, like drug running. Okay. But it's overarching that it can take you a while to complete. I can dig it. Okay. And hold on, more avoiding things. Okay. They should avoid the having DLC for the sake of DLC. Huh? Am I too loud? I think I'm a little too loud. Okay. Quentin Tarantino DLC. Pretty much. Okay. And what they should also avoid is like DLC for the sake of DLC. I don't need a horse DLC. I don't need horses. I can catch horses. That don't 
don't hand me the keys to a really nice horse that is going to go faster than everyone else. I want to go catch that horse. I was going to say, what if it's like uh, Grand Theft Auto and it's like, you just can get it. You can buy that horse or you can go out and steal that horse. I would say if you're going to include DLCs for horses, like let's say we're going to use horses, have different rare like uh, coat styles. So okay. it's like, oh, here's like a, a you know, Palomino. Here's a, you what know, about different types of uh, tech, tech, like um, saddles and reins and things like that. Where it's like, these are cosmetic. They don't cost that much. Yeah, I would say like I'm okay with cosmetics DLCs too. One thing that'd be really cool, strongholds. So, you know, obviously you have for Grand Theft Auto, you have like your hideout or your whatever. Bunker, yeah, is if this is your stronghold. And you can upgrade, oh, you have, you have the saloon. It brings in a certain amount of gold. You have, you know, this. You have that. Like you have it. you build a city style. And then, you know, you can occasionally have some DLC where hey, it's being attacked. I like it. I like it. Anything else? Before we move on? Let's see, Zach says, I feel like the type of DLCs that give you stuff to make you bypass the need to gather good gear cheapens the game. Yes. Don't. Don't give me the keys to the fastest car. I want to say, give don't me, give it to you, but have the ability to buy it. Give me the ability to buy skins for it. Well, let's do it the Grand Theft Auto way. You can go buy a new plane. They don't give you the plane. You they, can go buy it. Yes. It, it basically puts it in your shop. So, have a horse dealer, a horse rancher, yeah. and he's like, hey, I got a new breed of horse in. From my friends down south or from my friends up north. And you can buy a new type of horse or just new horses move into the area. Yeah. Don't give it to them, but make the player go and get it. And this is going to sound crazy. And, you know, this is just a pipe dream. If they... If Rockstar decided they wanted to go... Full out. Huge map. Not huge map. Here's the thing. Part of the proceeds of buying DLC goes to the people of the First Nations. I agree. Or, um, like, uh, horse rehabilitation. No, I'd say First Nations. Mm, that's always a touchy subject, because they, because, well... To, to, re, uh, having, to restore monuments. Having been... In that area, uh, as an adult, and went to New Mexico and through with college, when I was in college, they don't always want our money. And I'm not saying I don't, and, and, and I'm, I'm saying that trying to be delicate, but like we had this guy gave us directions. He went an hour out of his way, and we're like, "Hey, man, why don't we? Can we buy you? Can we buy you lunch? Can we? Can, can we give you money for gas?" And he's like, "No, I don't want anything from you." Yeah, and it's like. Okay, so that or like monument restoration, that would be awesome, but I want a huge map. I wouldn't say here's how they do it. Okay, kind of like you know how Amish kids go in Romsbringa. Yeah, you know, kid leaves that. What what is it? Drives. Reservation. Reservations. Yeah. Some of them may not have the best education. Okay, we're going to get you up to speed and where you need to be. We've got the Rockstar Scholarship. You, yeah, you've got the Rockstar Scholarship, kid. 
go to college, take it back and make everything better. You are the only one that can do that. We can't go in there and help. You can go back home and help. You can take that crappy hometown video and you can make it not the crappy hometown video. You got the rock star scholarship, kid. I like it. I'd buy every DLC at that point. Okay, let's move on. We're almost at an hour and we haven't covered any of both headlines. Next one. Rick and Morty's McDonald's is bringing back Szechuan sauce for one day only. And that's today. That's today. So, uh, we're actually going to several, uh, we're going to get some Szechuan sauce. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. If it doesn't run out, but we're going to make a video regardless. Yes. Hunt for Szechuan sauce. Give me that sauce. Yes. I'm excited for it. Um, I don't know that there's a lot to say here other than they're bringing back Szechuan sauce. All right. Zach says, sorry, ignore this, but we're not going to ignore it. What if they did a story similar to Battlefield 1 and truly show the story and history in different angles to make you think about the Wild West for what it really was? Yeah, I love I, it. I want that, actually. I don't I don't want it to be a cowboy movie where it's like, and the dudes with the white hats won. <laughs> and the white man wins. Exactly. Again. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was telling my fiance last night, because I was guessing everything that was going to happen in Magnificent Seven. She's like, how do you know? And I'm like, all Western films are basically the same. Yeah. Uh, you start off in a town, some rich guys being evil for the sake of being evil. So they hire a bounty hunter who's got a heart of gold and someone's going to die in the church. All of it happens. Exactly. There you go. Um, I think. <laughs> Please say in the drive through I'm Pickle Rick. <laughs> um, we'll make a video. <laughs> I don't think we're going through the drive through We'll have to find out if I say it or not. Exactly. I don't want to be that fan that kills it for everybody else, though. Yes. That's my biggest thing about with fan groups, especially since it's only being brought back for one day. I can only imagine the staff at McDonald's going, oh, God, another one of these people. I just, this is like the Fire Nation attacking. I just wanted to show up. I wanted to do my job and go home. Now I've got all these crazy people who I'm sure will be either dressed like Rick and Morty, which is not a problem. Or we'll be doing stupid stunts in the name of fandom. I mean, it's kind of like Black Friday in that, all right, ma'am, let me test this table saw on my own face. I don't want to be here anymore. Exactly. So I'm like, that's also kind of what I'm hoping we capture a little bit. Yeah. But we're also making a video for our sake. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's move on to our gaming news. We'll just redo this real fast. Spotify on Xbox One means the death of Groove Music. Da, and rest in peace, I didn't da, know it existed. Exactly. Elite Dangerous players split on whether they should kill aliens. I have Elite Dangerous. Did you kill aliens? I have not played it in forever because that, that learning curve is steep. <laughs> steep. It's like one of those, you, you load in, you're like, what do I do? It's like, okay, take off. Well, you took off the lower half of your ship, which was gravlocked. <laughs> Groove music died when the disco died, and that's the day that music died. <laughs> You'll be gravlocked to a place, and it's like, I'm not going anywhere. You're like, th- throttle up, throttle up, throttle up. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, click. Boosh! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cartoon. You're like, okay, and then you're like landing, and it's like, oh, proceed to landing zone three. I can't even find a landing zone. I'm at landing zone four. And they're like, uh, you need to vacate the premises in 10 seconds or you'll be shot down. 
and you're shot down. It's like, okay, you owe us money to rebuild your your ship. And it's like, I don't have money. You're like standing there, but apparently they found aliens. So good for them. There's a new Layton game coming this year. Maybe Heck I'm yeah. an adult enough to finally play that game. I think you said that last week when we talked about it for this I'm, I'm st- It's the same thought. Yeah. Okay, Catwoman. Anime news. Catwoman has finally decided whether she's going to marry Batman or not. Yes. The answer is yes. But here's the thing. Either we're going to be collecting the death of Catwoman or the Batman mar- uh, wedding comic. The cat bat. The cat, the cat and the bat. Please don't say that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Goodbye, people. Um, Castle in the Sky, Tensi Bakken voice actor, uh, Ryu Sajaki. Ryu, uh, Ryu Sajaki. I probably butchered that name. Has passed away. Yes. Um, He was in Castle in the Sky and everything. And um, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. And then Go90 streaming service adds Ultraman Neos Ultra 7 X series. Is this going to be the what pushes you into getting OK or Go90? No. I just really like Ultraman and I see I'm I'm a simple man. I see Ultraman in the news, I like it. Um I think there's only one reason why I'd get an extra streaming service is to get Harmon Quest. Yes. I think that might be on Go90. I think so. So it's like Harmon Quest. Dan Harmon plays Dungeons and Dragons. I think Aubrey Plaza was on it. I think Nathan Fillion at one point was on it. So I'm like, I'm a simple man. Yeah. I see Nathan Fillion, I click. Exactly. Um, okay. Our Netflix Amazon picks for the week. Um, you picked Lucifer season three. Yes. I started watching Lucifer season one. It's an interesting premise. Uh, my fiance loves that show. Good for her. Uh, Stitchers is also season three is too. Nice. Uh, there was a lot of new ser- series this week. Really? There was The Gifted, Inhumans, The Mayor, The Good Doctor. Huh. All of which are good. Nice. I Except like, for Inhumans. Uh, you know what? Shut your mouth. I actually like it. Nice. It's not poetry in motion, but no comic book movie is. Well, <laughs> well I mean, there was Civil War. Spawn comes close. <laughs> Uh, shut your mouth. Uh, the Oscar-winning Suicide Squad was pretty close. Yeah, poetry. Die, 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 die. Um, what was your pick? The Mayor. Nice. It is. A, it's a comedy show about a young, um, young African American kid who wants to be a rapper and just decides to enter the mayor race. Mayoral to, race. Mayoral race to uh, promote his new album, and he wins. So he has to come. He has to come to the realization of he can have one or the other, and people believed and trusted in him. So he does. Does he want to ruin that trust and go for the rap career, right. or give up on his dream and go into the mayor career? So it's one of those. He has He's to gonna come, do both. He, well, you can't do both. In the first episode, he <laughs> what? Shut your mouth when you're talking to me <laughs> about the Inhumans. <laughs> Uh, that actually is very applicable to Black Bolt. You know his character? Who? Black Bolt. Yeah, I know who the character is. Tell me about the character. Let's see. He was in the Injustice comic books. He ha- harnesses the power of electricity, and that's when he used the... He superpowered the atmosphere scrubber to remove the radiation from Metropolis City. That's who he was in the Injustice comics. 
I mean, it's a little weird since the humans are in the Marvel universe. There's a Black Bolt in uh, <laughs> DC. Was, okay, that was not the Black Bolt I was talking about. You <laughs> That's the Black Bolt I was talking about. And you know it. <laughs> um, Black Bolt, he uh, can't speak. Huh. He can, but his voice kills people. <laughs> well, all of the Inhumans are like, based upon a Greek mythology. Okay. You've got Gorgon. Okay. Who, he has, like, minotaur hooves. You've got Triton. Okay. You've got uh, Black Bolt, which is the king. Right. You've got Medusa. Right. So, she has hair that can kill. Okay. Uh, so, it's like, a lot of the characters are based, and there's Karnak. Okay. So, it's like one of those, it's almost like a Greek mythology, like a Greek tragedy. On some levels, right? Like the brother is betrayed. the The brother is Maximus, huh? So it's like it's Maximus Hilarious. Yeah, it's like he's a, husband to a slutfall, to a murdered wife and father to a murdered son. I'm not entertained. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let me give you a hug, Shank. Um, no, but it's really good. Um, it's, I don't know, I think that IMAX probably highlighted its flaws. It's like taking a photo, old photo, and blowing it up, and you're like, oh my god, I have pores the size of, uh, giant craters. Nice. Um, I think that's what the biggest problem was. Yeah. And people were expecting a lot more of it, and I think they only premiered, like, the first episode at IMAX. Right. Which, in context, yeah, it doesn't offer a lot of information. Like, we're up to third episode, and it's really good. Nice. All right, um, moving on. Moving on. Game releases this week. Middle Earth, Shadow of War. Okay. And sweet, sweet DLC. <laughs> sweet, sweet orc DLC. And that comes out on the 10th, so you can go and slay some orcs in Mordor. Yes. I'm not probably not going to pick it up. I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, but I just don't care. I need, still need to finish uh, Shadows of War. Shadows of War, Mordor. Yeah. And I just, like, I don't like I feel just the drama around the DLC is just enough for me yeah and then uh, you had Stardew Valley Switch on here but it's yep. already out so I changed it to The Evil Within 2 nice that comes out on the 13th I still need to do Evil Within yeah I think that may be a Halloween game thing do it do it do it um anything else before we wrap up no uh Zach says it's too much of a grind oh Lord of the Rings yeah I don't I don't blame you it's one of those like, oh, go stab it. You I played it for about 20 hours and it didn't feel like I got anywhere. <laughs> I'm still losing orcs. Why are they losing? No, it would never. It wasn't because I was losing orcs. It was because I kept accidentally like freeing the like saber to tigers. It feels like. And it was like <laughs> to me, it was like, you never feel like you're actually getting anywhere because you kill an orc and another one steps in this place. And it's like, stop taking over this area. Just stop. At least... Like, you take it over, and then immediately it's taken back over. It's yeah. Like, <sighs> okay. Anyway, wait, let's end this. Let's finish this. Let's finish this together. Let's finish this together, Tom. What is that from? No idea. Not off the top of my head. Tell me what it's from. You don't know where the line, let's finish this together, Tom? No. Or, I'm sorry, it might be... Let's finish this the way it started. Together. That sounds like Transformers. Go ahead. Tell me where it's from. Zach, do you know where it's from? 
I'll give you a chance. Uh, I'll read these and then I'll tell you what it's from. Okay. So we uh, remember the line is, "Let's finish this the way it started together." Um, you can find us at our website, gamingandchillpodcast.com, at Twitter, at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Our Instagram is gamingandchillpodcast, and our Facebook, if you're watching live, thank you so much. Um, if you're not, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash gamingandchillpodcast. And that about wraps it up. If you have any questions, you can use the hashtag, hashtag and gaming and chill. Podcast. Zach says it's Harry Potter. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Harry I, Potter, Deathly Hollows Part 2. Uh, when Harry Potter throws and uh, grabs onto Voldemort, Mr. Tom Riddle, and jumps out of the astronomy tower, and they start doing that apparating thing where their like, faces merge and separate and everything, right about two minutes before Tom Riddle dies. I've only seen that movie once. You are a sinner. I, I, I mean, they're good, just not good enough to like, like, I will watch them and I like them. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, I, I'm waiting for the special on uh, Google Play so I buy the entire collection. You can. Is it on special right now? I believe so. Oh, what? it's it's on, I don't know if it's on special. Yes, what do you win? What does he win? Uh, The fact that you know it and Doug didn't, so... Maybe if Doug ever dis- disappoints me anymore, maybe you can be the host. <laughs> <laughs> I will depose Doug, and uh, then you can be the host. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know how we depo- depose people, right? You'll have to catch me first. <laughs> it's uh, well, it's actually a lot like Starship Troopers. We'll, we'll strap you up, and then we'll... Act- ten lashes. Oh, okay. Ten lashes, and then you're down washout line. Um, <laughs> if I'm able to get extra Szechuan sauce, I will bring you some, Zach. Sounds good. There you go. That's your prize. If I'm able to get more. Yeah. Okay. Anything? Anything else before we take off? No, that's it. Um, Stay tuned. There should be a video coming soon. Yes. About Szechuan sauce and other stuff. Yes. So, in the meantime, have a good week and pick up Stardew Valley for the Switch. And stay stay swifty. Oh, yeah. You gotta get swifty. Mr. Bulldog. (laughs) Yeah.